Welcome to the 58th episode of the Free Pizza Podcast. Today's guest is David Capella, a tattoo artist. Enjoy. say that you were talking shit about mitch and nate yeah I'm, they're probably gonna listen to this yeah and i want them to whip your ass next time they see you yeah yeah, yeah. i will definitely take my ass beating gladly <laughs> from them i definitely was talking every bit of shit that i could all of it towards mitchell and nate all specifically mitchell yeah shout out to mitchell though shout out to mitchell I, mean, I love him to death work wife in a bit yeah so. he is my work wife <laughs> I'm I'm only insecure because like I'm actually his bitch. Like I was I was just talking shit. Like, well, that, well now we have it. Yeah, the <laughs> true story. But the nah. truth is out. <laughs> the nah, juice David, is loose. David is an amazing tattoo artist at Legacy Irons here in Greensboro, and we are going to hear his story. So I'm gonna give it over to you. Um, so tell us where this all started for you. Um, it started. I guess. Do you want to know like where? I yeah, start like, I like wanted the, to learn how I to. I guess the creativity where like you started illustrating or drawing, where where art started for you. I, I guess I always drew. I just remember like in art class, um, there was a like comics like Dick Tracy hanging around, and I used to always Sick. trace them. Yeah, and I always thought that that was cool. And my dad actually still has like one of the first ones I did, and it's like Dick Tracy like speaking into his watch. No shit. Yeah, and like looking back on it, like I was like, oh, that's terrible, but like. <laughs> I feel like, you know, as, like, a six-year-old kid, it wasn't too terrible, you yeah, know? But, yeah. like, um, uh, my uh, actually, my pappy um, was the first person I ever saw with tattoos. Uh-huh. And he he was uh, in the Army, and he had, like, his ex-wife's name and a heart. Oh, and shit. He had, like, a dragon, an eagle, and, like, all these cool fucking tattoos. Yeah. And, um... I guess, like, when I started getting older and, you know, I'd go to... He lives in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, and I'd go see him Mm -hmm. every Christmas or Thanksgiving or what have you. And um, the older I got, the more I realized, like, how cool it was that he had a drawing on him for life. Like, the the permanency of it was cooler to me than anything. Mm -hmm. Because I can always remember, like, drawing on my arms with, like, Sharpie and my dad getting, like, super fucking pissed at me. (laughs) Like, saying I was going to get, like, ink poisoning or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I knew that he just didn't want me to look like an idiot, you know. Right. But, um, and then to come to find out, one of my cousins that lived in Williamsport as well tattooed. He's, like, this old biker dude. Like, he, he had, like, a biker workshop in his, like, backyard. Yeah. And then, like, inside of his house, he had this, like, screen window. Like, it was, like, like, like a screen glass door that opened up inside of his house to a tattoo shop. Wow. But it weirded me out because it was hard floor through his whole house. But the minute he opened the fucking screen glass door, it was all carpet. And I was, like, this kind of gross. Like, yeah, in hindsight, nice. looking back at it. But... <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, that um, him, my my pappy, and then just uh, my aunt Lisa 
which is on my dad's side of the family, um, drew a lot, and she has like all these fucking cool illustrative drawings. Like, oh, yeah. she has one that's in my grandma's bathroom of this shark like standing up, but like picking its tooth with a toothpick. Oh yeah, and I actually awesome. got a picture of it. I'll show it to you when we're done. Yeah, please do. But um, that was always so cool. And uh, my grandfather used to do. Um, landscape paintings and stuff like that so like art was always like a big thing in my family yeah now yeah, granted yeah. not with my mom or my dad they didn't right. really draw that much but my brother drew a lot really okay so yeah but yeah i guess as far as tattoos go um it, it, it was probably around like 15 or 16 that i really decided i wanted to because i was hanging out with like a bunch of hoodlums in my area yeah. and um they had made a like makeshift tattoo machine out of like a cd player a big pen and a guitar string what? And they tattooed, like, everybody in the neighborhood with the same one guitar string looking back at it. And I'm like, that's kind of gross. Yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah. So um, I was like, that's super cool. And then my buddy Ty, which is, like, my fucking, like, hetero life mate. And um, shout out to Ty. Um, He... uh, he started apprenticing before I did at a Hell's Angel shop back in South Carolina. Oh, shit. Yeah, and then he ended up quitting the minute he walked in pretty much and uh so i had bought all of his equipment off of him and i started tattooing people like scratcher style i tattooed before any training yeah no yeah and and it was this fucking machine didn't have a power supply it was like fucking like all ghetto rigged it had like a like a rca jack that didn't work so i had to like make a headphone jack work for it it was really weird oh my and uh God. the power supply was literally what plugged into the wall and it said liner and shader so like and i didn't know what a sh- like the difference between the two were at the time so i would just put everything on liner and i did this like oh. peanut on this dude's arm and like i swear to god when he dies there will be like fucking black tracings all over his fucking arm like on his bone i swear that thing is, was so fucking blown out oh my but then God. um fast forward to 2008 i ended up landing an apprenticeship in a shop in spartanburg which i'm not gonna name okay but um because the dudes there were just like not cool, not cool yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. um they uh it was in spartanburg and uh they pretty much just like let me do whatever the fuck i wanted like no training the uh, oh, my mentor he used to fucking uh he's from florida and uh he fucking uh, had like five or six shops down there so he was just kind of in and out he didn't really care and uh i just remember one time he's like yo man you gotta go back there and smoke a blunt and then get some, use some colored pencils and start shading. They start blending. He just kept on saying blending. <laughs> and I could not stop laughing at him. But uh, I ended up leaving there within like six months because... Oh, damn, that's quick. Yeah, and uh, because they, uh, some dude was like looking up some really risque shit on the computer. I oh. wanted nothing to do with it, so I got the fuck out of there. Yeah, good idea. Yeah, and um, so I just kind of... And at the time, like... I had no money. I had a job, but I, it wasn't enough to, like, you know, pay a lot. So, you know, I was, um, I had a roommate, which was that Thai guy I was mm-hmm. telling you about. Yep. And uh, so we went um, and got a place out in Greer, South Carolina. 
And so we were just tattooing each other in our kitchen, yeah. you know, just like doing dumb shit. Like he did like a skull on my leg and then he did like a, a duck riding a skateboard on my other leg. Yeah. And I had done like a Tom and Jerry tattoo on him oh, that's awesome. and did a fly on his heel, yeah. like just all these like really bad tattoos. And, um, so we were living out there and then this, uh, tattoo shop opened up a few years later, uh, called honor and glory tattoo, which okay. is where, um, uh, Adam Duncan owns it, which is the person that taught me how to tattoo. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mikey Holmes was working there, and my friend Devin Burnett was working there too. And um, I would just go there and get tattooed. I ended up knowing Devin's wife from high school and just like hanging out. Mm-hmm. We were really good friends, and um, so I just kind of like became like a, a you know an annoying guest that just wouldn't leave. Yeah. And uh, you know, Devin was. Devin and Mikey were definitely the ones that kind of pushed me into it because I was too afraid to ask Adam. And then finally, like, I asked him. He said no. Uh, and then I just kept asking and asking. And I think that he just realized that it was probably going to be easier to teach me a tattoo. Yeah. Teach him, teach yeah. Him to do it. So, um, but, yeah, that's uh, as far as the start goes, yeah. And then, like, before uh, Honor and Glory, I was, uh, like I told you, uh, there was a place called The Hangar in Greenville, South Carolina. Uh-huh. And I was living there for a short amount of time, and uh, all the punk kids there, they didn't give a shit. They were giving each other stick and pokes with the same needle. So, like, I was yeah. just practicing on all, all those people. mother... Oh, yeah. Oh. And, like, not charging anybody, but, right. you know, like, we would be up till, like, 3 or 4 in the morning doing, like, the dumbest tattoo. And I just remember there's was uh, the guitarist in my old band was like, I really want to get this bird on my ribs. And, dude, it took me, like, five or six hours just to get the outline down because oh I had never tattooed a rib before. And it was fucking brutal. Like, oh my god! It was probably the worst. Like, if I had to relive that experience again, I don't think I'd ever tattoo. Yeah. Like that was fucking stupid. Jesus. But yeah, so I ended up landing in uh, it, the shop is in Inman, South Carolina. It's still there. Uh, Adam uh, and now Josh Bovender, uh, a guy named Taylor, and uh, I think the apprentice there is tattooing now named Eric, uh-huh. and they all do really fucking good tattoos. So, like, you know, if you're ever in Inman and you want to get, a, like, a really clean traditional tattoo yeah. or, you know, whatever, like, they are, they'll all knock it out of the park. But, yeah, um, awesome. yeah, so, but, yeah, I ended up landing there and I worked there, I don't know, probably about three or four years before I, three, I, uh, not including an apprenticeship, like, as a tattooer, because right. my apprenticeship was two and a half years. Right. And, with, at, with Adam. Yeah, with okay. Adam. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, and, uh, for, uh, yeah, three years of, uh, working full time as a tattoo artist out there. And then eventually I did a guest spot up here and now I'm up here. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I want to know how your apprenticeship was. Oh, I mean, uh, there's a lot of, you know, like it definitely wasn't as bad as Mitchell's. Yeah. Like, uh, getting a cul-de-sac yeah. shaved in your head <laughs> or at the Arboretum with, with wings and shit. Yeah. Nah, man. I like when Mitchell told, I mean, you got to know Nate to know how funny that, like you, yes. that's what makes it hilarious to me. Yes. Like after getting to know Nate, I'm like, you're a fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't that, it wasn't like that at all. Well, I mean like there were certain cases like Adam was a very stern dude. Like, you know, like if he wanted things a certain way, it was going that way, you know, yeah. and which, you know, He's a shop owner. That's how it should be, you know? But, like, um, so my apprenticeship was basically, like, the first year I didn't do... I Okay, 
before I even started tattooing, we did uh, Sailor Jerry Day, mm-hmm. and uh, we did like fifty dollars Sailor Jerry designs. Oh, that's sick. And uh, that night, I just ran the counter. I offered. I volunteered. I didn't want any pay. I just wanted to hang out and kick it with the dudes, you know. And yeah. It was a busy day, and uh, they paid for my food. They're very, you know, gracious in that. Mm-hmm. And um, they uh, at the end of the night. Adam was like, dude, like we should pick one off because we had a board set up with numbers on it, and you had to pick through a bag, and whatever number you got, you'd go to the board, pick the design up, gotcha. say this is what I'm getting tattooed on right. me. And uh, so I picked out one, and it was this baby crawling with this shit stain coming out of it. <laughs> yeah. He has it on him. That's yeah. hilarious. And uh, Adam picked one, and I was like, oh, you got the, the hot stuff with the sailor hat. I was like, that's fucking cool. Who are you going to get to do it? And he's like, you are. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I get, I have to tattoo you? It was a very nerve-wracking because I was like, this is the motherfucker I'm asking to teach me yeah, to tattoo. He's and he's telling me to tattoo him. I was like, I in my mind, it was like a test. You know, I'm just like, I got to do the best tattoo I've ever done. And yes. sure enough, I fucking, I fucked it up. You fucked it all bad, up. Bad, you know. I'm sure it's still healing right now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, and, uh, but yeah, it, anyways, later, like a year later, uh, or when I started apprenticing, I, I probably didn't touch a tattoo machine for at least a year, and I and I feel like it was just like you know his way of being like, how long can this like is he really gonna stick around? You know? Oh yeah, absolutely. So I think you know in his mind, you know he was doing the right thing because you know it's a very oversaturated industry now, so it's like anybody's picking up machines and yeah. tattooing now. So Everyone it's like definitely wants to, yeah, yeah. So I actually like really respected that, you know. Yeah. I was you know, and at the you know, in my mind I was like, he's never gonna teach me to tattoo, you know. Right. But he just kept on telling me, you know, like just keep working at it, keep painting, keep painting, keep painting. So I did. But yeah, so and then it wasn't until like a few like Mikey had me touch up a tattoo on him and then I think uh Devin ended up letting me tattoo him and then uh, my homie was in town, and this was, you know, fast forward a year and a half later. And um, my buddy Zeb, that was actually in that band that I was telling you about, um, was there to get tattooed by me. And uh, my homie Zach Westcott was in town guest spotting. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess somehow they had, like, convinced Adam to let me tattoo him. And uh, then after that tattoo, um, which Zach helped me so much with. Um, Adam was like, if you can tattoo like that, then you can do walk-ins. So, yeah. so, and that was like, that was April 6th of 2014. Yeah. 2014. Yeah. yeah. Four years strong. Yeah, dude. It's insane to me. It still feels like I just started tattooing. Yeah. yeah. I swear, man. That's super badass. Yeah. So I guess transitioning out of their apprenticeship, what did you find them kind of the most difficult part of that? What, like becoming a tattoo artist? Really, after you're doing the apprenticeship, like, were you working at, did you start working at that shop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, gotcha. it, I mean, all of it was fucking hard yeah, after yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I tell a lot of people that want to learn how to tattoo, it's like, it's a lot fucking harder than you think it is, yeah, man. Like, yeah. not only does your soul go into, like, the application process, like, being able to stretch the skin hard enough and pull a clean line and, like, mm-hmm. make sure you're not digging in or being too light you know then there's also like the the drawing aspect of it which is equally as important exactly so you know and then you'll find tattoo artists that are like really good 
you know, illustrators, but they kind of lack in the application, but their drawings are so strong that they stand up. Right. And then you'll have people that are like super good at the application process that aren't as good at drawing, drawing where right. they get recognition on that. You know, right. there's like super clean tattooers and then there's super like hyper loose tattooers. There's like so many different subgenres nowadays right. as far as tattooers go, but it's definitely super complex it seems. Yeah, but like yeah, I mean, getting thrown into that, man. Like, I mean, already this shadow was casted over me because at the time, Mikey was, like, blowing up. Right. Like, you know, and I was just like, how the fuck am I going to... You know, and also, like, Adam could do anything that walked in the door. I'm talking, like, portraits, script, crosses, like, black and gray, like, realism, yeah. traditional. And, like, at the, at the time, he was on a big kick of, like, traditional Japanese and like oh, was like shit. killing sleeves and back pieces and stuff like that so like watching all that and then seeing Devin Devin had his own style and it was just like how the fuck am I gonna fucking like be as good as these guys yeah. you know like yeah. coming into it so it was just like very discouraging at the same time as like I was super pumped to be a part of the like you know the tattoo family but like uh, it was definitely mind blowing right. to say the least you right. know that's that's an awesome segue so how was it developing your style like what do you how, how was that whole process I still it, I still feel like I am developing yeah it's probably you know ending. like I don't know man like I, you know some days I'm like looking at like really old like classic sailor designs and really like I want to do it just like that yeah some days I'm looking at like some other dudes tattoos I'm like how the fuck did they draw it like that so then mm-hmm. I'm like in the you know the drawing room like trying to figure out formulas and shit like that right and, right you know I feel like there's a happy medium you know when I moved into town, uh, there was a dude tattooing at Legacy named Brandon Monday. Of course. And of course. he yeah. is, like, one of my biggest homies. Yeah. And he has been such a fucking help. Yeah, he's a And, beast. like, uh, yeah. he yeah. And he has been such a fucking help with me as far as, like, drawing. And then, like, you know, like, this motherfucker has a formula for goddamn everything. Right, right. And, I mean, like, girl heads, snake heads, panthers, all this other stuff. Just, like, really informative and like you know like he's just been a huge help he's like like it's kind of like um to me not necessarily an idol because we're like really good friends but like he's definitely been helpful and then also nate like of course has been super helpful like i for the longest time had trouble drawing a few things and he just like explained one thing to me and it like all clicked you know like and made sense so it was, you know, I was def- definitely fortunate. And then, like, also, like, being with all the guys at the shop, like, there's so many different styles between all of us. I mean, mm-hmm. Capone does, like, a lot of realism and a lot of stippling work. And then, like, Mitchell has this really old-school vibe. D has this, like, stylized old-school vibe. And then, like, uh, Larry has his own style, and it's amazing. Yes. It's, like, super absolutely clean but, like, bright. like, And, you know, it's, like, we all got our own little thing going on. So that's why I like being there. Especially, you know, like, because it's like we're all our own, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly, so, exactly. But, yeah, as far as developing a style, I don't know, man. I feel like my shit from last year to now has changed. So I feel different. like my shit from last week to now That's is completely different. Yeah, I mean, it sucks sometimes, man, because it's yeah. like I don't have a brand to push out, so to speak, you know, if you're looking at it at a business aspect. Right. But, like, I've been, like, lately trying to, like, not look at it that way and just try to have fun with it. Right. So... That's awesome, dude. Yeah. I want to hear about because you said you were guest spotting at Legacy, so you weren't planning on staying there. No, I wasn't. So describe how that happened. I had um, I had done like a little tattoo tour, like if you could call it that, and um, I did a 
a few days at Coast to Coast at Mikey's shop. Um, and it was just because he had just opened. I wanted to come and hang with him. And, mm-hmm. you know, I had a friend that was going to be in Charlotte, and he wanted to get tattooed. So uh, I went and guest spotted there and, you know, met a few people that I had never met before. And then uh, the next trip was Legacy. And uh, I had met Nate and uh, Larry, and I think that was it. I had met Nate in Philadelphia at one of the tattoo conventions before I even was an apprentice. Mm-hmm. And uh, we fucking kicked it live. We got fucking thrown up on by a fucking drunk ass girl, Fuck yeah. top of tattoo moms Fuck in Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, we um, then later, um, after I started apprenticing, um, me and Adam were going to go see some shows. We went and saw the Sword. We went on like a nice, yeah. We went and saw the Sword, and we went and saw Bob Dylan. And in the middle of going between, because we went to like Raleigh to go see the Sword. And then we came back to Charlotte to go see Bob Dylan, and we stopped at Legacy, and I met um, I met all the dudes that worked there, and then I met Steve-O, which doesn't work there anymore. Nice. Um, and they were all super cool. Every time that I had met, hung out with Nate, or like been around the people that were you know affiliated with Legacy, I've always just like there was always like this vibe that was just very welcoming. Mm-hmm. So when I came and guest spotted, uh, and like actually got to like work with the guys. And then go and see a show with them later and, like, hang out. And uh, I just had such a fucking good time that, like, the minute Nate asked if I wanted to come work up there, I was like, let me know. Fuck yeah. Yeah, let me know. Fuck yeah. You know? So, and then I had done, I I can't remember exactly when he asked me, but um, I just, I had done a few other guest spots up there. And uh, just every time, it was just like, there was a camaraderie in the shop. Like, most shops that have five people working there don't all get along but it's like it's an open floor so it's like we all gotta look at each other all day day long so like if somebody's got a problem with somebody it usually gets handled pretty quick we're gonna talk about it right here now yeah yeah Yeah. all the problems that i have right now about nate is coming up right now i'm just kidding (laughs) that's hilarious He's talking shit today. I'm just saying, if you listen to this, go ahead and just swing on the next time. Yeah, he fired me on my first day, so it's not a big deal. (laughs) I'll be fired a couple of more times. Oh, man. Was it kind of terrifying, like, leaving your clientele in South Carolina and coming here to something, like, brand new? Yeah, man, it really was, and especially having two kids, you know? Oh, shit, yeah, that's right. And, like, my wife went from working a full-time job to being a stay-at-home mom, and that was just, like, really hard on us. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I feel like she still hasn't fully, like, she's working full-time now, and I feel like she hasn't fully recovered from that. You know, that was a hard time when we first moved up here, because it was like, I was relying solely on either the trickle down of everybody else's appointments Mm -hmm. that like they couldn't get to, or I was relying on walk-ins and, you know, amongst six people, you know, now granted, like, you know, like Nate does, I mean, he does walk-ins, but like he has like a full clientele. So like usually like when he's tattooing, he's tattooing somebody that he knows. Mm -hmm. So, but like, you know, I guess against, you know, five other people, you know, everybody wants to eat, you know? So, but yeah, it was definitely, you know, um, insane first coming up here because I had never worked at another shop. I never worked with any other people than who I worked with other than like a few people like right before I left uh, I, or right before I left I was working with a dude named Josh. So like I watched mm-hmm. Mikey and Devin leave and then it was just me there by myself and then right before I left Josh 
had gotten hired there. So that was like really my only, like I never worked in a shop filled with so many people. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like, I didn't know how it was going to go, you know, but it, I mean, it's been great since I've been here. That's you awesome. Know? And, uh, but I mean, it's, you know, it's definitely, you know, I mean, anytime you move to any place that you're not familiar with, I feel like it's always going to have its setbacks. Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, like your fail safe is going back home and which I almost did. Yeah. You know, and I'm glad I didn't. But, um, yeah, Greensboro is definitely like, it reminds me a lot of the town that I was, I used to work in, but bigger. Right. So right. I really enjoy it. It's not like, like when I first moved up here, it wasn't like mind blowing. It yeah. was actually like pretty chill. And yeah. I really enjoy that. That's actually a perfect word to describe Greensboro. It is very chill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And everybody that I met up here has been super nice. I haven't had any problems with anybody. Yeah. Like as far as like, you know, the tattoo community, because they can be, you know, definitely some, you know, yeah, Madonna's about some shit. Absolutely, so. I've heard stories. Just did a great bond. So yeah, and I, you know, I haven't had any troubles. Yeah, man, it, I, I wish that I could show you like Facebook feeds from like South Carolina oh, tattooers from like a few years ago. It's so funny, so. dude. I can only imagine. Yeah, the drama's always fun. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Zipster. If you need a website that stands out and is completely customizable, then make it easy and fast. Get yours with no setup fee at zipster.com slash free pizza. And back to the episode. So, yeah. so what kept, and you mentioned that you almost went back to South Carolina. So what kind of, I guess, what kind of kept you going? What kind of motivations did you have to stay here? Well, um, it was really just, man, like, you know, it was really just having help with the kids, you know, yeah. and I was new into town. I had no clientele. There's no steady income. So like, and it was just like for me and my wife at the time, it was just like, we had no time to spend together. Yeah. It was like, I was at work and when yeah. I was at home, she needed to do stuff. So it was just, you know, it's hard on us. So yeah. like now we finally like have gotten to like a fucking like nice straightaway road and we're just like really enjoying shit right now because we've finally made friends you know and like people can watch our kids like yep and like i feel like anybody with kids understands that so like it's that was definitely the hardest part and it and you know like in you know shout out to stay-at-home moms man i don't know how the fuck they do it you know like that shit like it's hard i mean I you know I know a few people that have mo- like more kids than me and I, I really don't know how you can do that and mm-hmm. manage like your sanity like that shit is like fuck like just the no privacy aspect of it is crazy but you know at the end of the day it's worth it because you know it's like your fucking family exactly you know? so, exactly exactly but um yeah so that's badass yeah and we decided it was like you know what let's just tough it out and stay up here and um and it was yeah we both agreed that it was the best decision we made so that's awesome yeah i'm glad you stayed yeah me too man say what now yeah shout out to the wife yeah shout out to krista capella hopefully she listens to this i mean you are her husband. yeah she's probably gonna listen to it and make fun of me later well, you sound stupid <laughs> <laughs> how come you didn't talk about me in the first sentence oh man <laughs> i'm just kidding baby i'm just kidding i love you i didn't mean it 
No, uh, me and my wife are actually about to celebrate our second wedding anniversary Yo, next week. shout out to that. Yeah, dude. Young and love. I'm fucking stoked. We're going to go to Asheville and have a fun time. Dude, yes. I was yeah. just there. That's badass. Yeah. And, well, our first date was in Asheville. Oh. We got married in Asheville. Oh. So it's like, yeah. You Do you need a back. tissue? I'm going to give you a napkin. I know. I'm over here crying. <laughs> Nah, yeah. Shout out to Krista. She's loving my life. Shout out to Henry and Oliver. I love y'all. Y'all the homies. Yeah. Um. So, what are you? What are you usually tattooing these days? Is there like a people keep coming to you for like specific specific thing or? I don't know, man. I mean, I feel like now that I've gotten to the point where I'm at in this town, a lot of people are coming to me for like a more. I don't know, like it's a traditional tattoo, but not like older designs like definitely when i first started out i was doing a lot of that um like just redoing old designs because i enjoyed doing it and then i was like you know what like i always kind of wanted to have this like loose aspect but not too loose like Mm -hmm. where it's very illustrative but like you know it's readable yeah so like i've been trying really hard lately to just kind of like not stick in my norm you know and just try to branch out and do new things absolutely yeah, and um, it's been awesome, man. You know, like, since then, I've started a back piece. I've started a huge leg sleeve. That's so sick. Um, I'm working on, like, this black and gray sleeve on yeah. my buddy Joey. Um, and uh, it's uh, it's been really cool, man. Like, because yeah. you see, you know, you know, all the dudes at the shop have, like, like, again, like I was saying, like, they all have their own style. And now I feel like um, people are finally starting to, like, I don't know, like, I guess see what I'm doing and being interested, which is mind-blowing to yeah, me. that'd be so Because cool. I, if any artist understands, it's like you're your own worst critic. So yeah. it's like, I, I'm just trying as hard as I can to keep up. Yeah. And that's really it. Yeah. So, like, you know, hopefully I'm doing a good job. I don't know. Like, yeah, you're probably killing the game. That's uh, badass. Yeah. I, as a, I always thought as a tattoo, if I was a tattoo artist, it'd be so crazy to know that my artwork is on someone's body forever like you're oh, part of them like scary that's so cool though like, i mean it's cool believe me it is but it's like being a tattoo artist and having to tattoo your girlfriend or wife <laughs> is like the worst thing in the world because you yeah. have to stare at it every fucking day every day like <laughs> oh my gosh like, you're like i should have did something different damn now my wife has actually tattooed me Whoa! And it's one of my favorite fucking tattoos. Which one? It was uh, it's right here. Yeah. It's uh, it's on Halloween, and um, I had just got back from like, or I had had a few days off coming back from a guest spot, so I had all my equipment at the house. Yeah. And she drew up this ghost Malone. It's like <laughs> Ghost Malone. Post Malone is a ghost. Oh And my she tattooed God. it on me, and it is literally like my favorite tattoo that I have. And also, um, recently my son Oliver tattooed me. He did the Bart Simpson skull and crossbones right here and that's probably Your my favorite tattoo. Yeah, my eight-year-old. What? Yeah, and uh it's probably my favorite tattoo that I've got. That is freaking awesome. Oh, dude, he did a great job, man. He was so nervous. He did one on my wife too. He did a shark. And he did a really good job on that. But this is like my favorite tattoo that I got. How did you get him through that? I mean, I just kind of, you know, just threw a machine in his hand and I just kind of like followed along. I just showed him like this is how you hold it up and you know like and uh i I helped him a little bit like you know with like stretching my skin and stuff but i mean that's really that's all him you know and you know for an eight-year-old to do that i'm just like i don't want to teach you to tattoo because you're gonna put me out of business dude you know imagine your son is coming to second all your clients yeah he's just gonna sweep the rug out from under me that's so sick yeah and the one on my wife is like 
really clean. I'm just like kind of like, oh my gosh, like, yeah. He'd probably be the only person I'd ever teach a tattoo, other you than should. my other son too. Yeah, of so, course. But yeah, for those listening, go to freepizzapodcast.com because I'm going to show those. I'm going to show the tattoo that your um your son did, and also the one that your wife did on the. Absolutely, yeah. Website. She'll be stoked. She's gonna get famous now. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, you, so, if you if you put it up, put tag post Malone in it. Yes. <laughs> so follow that link, guys, because they look incredible. Yeah. I haven't seen another one yet, but I'll, I'll make you show me after this is over. Yeah. You can take your pants off. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my pants are <laughs> off right now. I just didn't feel like putting them on. Sitting here naked. Yeah. I'm actually completely naked doing this podcast. <laughs> it's the only way I feel comfortable. Oh man. So I'm kind of want to jump back a little bit because I'm curious of how, I guess, your parents felt you going through this tattoo like path were they kind of nervous for you um uh, yeah uh my stepdad was especially nervous because um he was worried about the money aspect of course. like you know there's no money in tattooing all this other stuff and then you know i was getting tattooed heavily at the time and i was like there's no way that these tattooers aren't getting paid you know yeah. granted there's like you know, uh, some of the artists that I had gotten tattooed by were, you know, I didn't know if they were paying booth rent or whatever, but I knew how much I was paying for tattoos. Yeah. So I was like, they got to be making something, you yeah. know? So, um, yeah, they were definitely worried. And um, my mom really didn't, my mom and uh, dad didn't really give me too much hell because my mom was like, there's not, you know, like as far as getting tattoos, she's like, I can't really say anything because my dad has tattoos. Exactly. My dad gave me a bunch of hell. He was like, you know, if you get any visible tattoos, you're out of the house. Oh my god. And then I got a visible tattoo, and hey. then he was just like, I fucking hate you. But you were in the house still. Yeah. <laughs> I ended up, you know, moving out shortly after. So. Right. Right. But right. um, yeah, they were definitely worried because they were. I, you know, I mean, like, I guess as a parent now, I could understand. It's like, I want you to do good. Yeah. And this is like, you know, in the hot, in the eyes of society, it's like a, you know, like a scummy industry. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, it's a, you know, when I started getting into it, I didn't realize how professional as well. Granted, there are definitely a very, a lot of unprofessional shops, especially like in the, you know, Greensboro County or, or whatever County or Guilford County. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, you know and that I've just seen shit that the guys at the shop show me, or yeah. like you know people that walk in show me, and um, but um, or explain their stories of like the environment that it was. But as far as like um, it being professional, like the dude that taught me how to tattoo, like ran a fucking professional ass shop. You know, oh, especially yeah. like he was into like you know how you talk to customers, which I was always bad at, and I'm yeah. still bad at, and I feel like shit about it, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, or, you know, like, keeping the shop clean. Like, we didn't have a shop guy at the shop that I learned to tattoo at. So, like, we all did the cleaning every night, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, made sure everything was kept up, logs, you know, like, everything, you mm-hmm. know, spotless, you know. And um, as far as uh, when I was getting into it, you know, I, like, insured my mom and my dad. Now, granted, with the first apprenticeship, it was like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I don't, like <laughs> this place does seem kind of fucking shady you know but uh you know once i actually started getting into it i started explaining to them you know and then like once i started actually making money and being able to provide for myself they kind of like backed off you know like they haven't really held anything like my dad um i remember he had like convinced somebody to sell him a pool table for like a hundred bucks or something like that oh wow my dad's a fuck my dad knows how to get shit yo um that's cool yeah and uh same thing with my first car like he fucking like 
convinced somebody that he owed him money and got a car for me. <laughs> yeah, like super cheap. Yeah, he's he's the man. But um, yeah, shout out Dad. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he, uh, I ended up like trading it to get my apprenticeship at the first place that I apprenticed oh, at wow. the the pool table. Yeah, and uh, and like in hindsight, I was like. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. The pool table is worth a whole hell of a lot more than what I learned out of that place. Oh, you know? damn. And, um, but, uh, yeah, so, like, yeah, th- my dad was definitely, like, you know, you're going to do what you're going to do. Yep. So, like, he just kind of just let me do whatever I needed to do at the time. So, mm-hmm. and you know, it worked out. And they haven't, you know, like, even to this day, like, my dad actually, like, he works for himself, which is what I do. Like we're like pretty much the same person the same now. Person, exactly. Yeah, I know. And it was like I told him I was like I kind of came to the conclusion that I turned into you, and it was a very saddening, you know, yep. state of affairs. And, that always happens. Some way or another, you turn into a some part of your parent. Exactly. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Every child has. Yeah. Every kid. Every which, kid. Happens. And I'm stoked for that now. Yeah. Like as a as a parent now, like I'm fucking stoked yeah. about that. And exactly. like because like. My mom and dad are actually like good people. Yeah. And but like, you know, and I'm sitting there I'm like, if that's the case, then my kids are fucked. You know? Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's badass. Yeah. So uh back to and they could kinda of tell us that because that's that's kinda of important you know, how parents, you know Yeah. You know, see us. But um so to present day, how are you handling people with like I guess quote unquote bad requests? I don't know, man. I was thinking about this the other day because I, I I feel like when I was younger, I would have like the most ridiculous ideas, yeah, and be like, "Hey, could you do this?" <laughs> and fortunately, man, there was a dude. Um, he's still tattooing. His name's Danny Reed. He works in Asheville. He owns Hot Stuff Tattoo. He's one mm-hmm. of my best friends. Yeah, and uh, he uh, he I, I don't know how he could do it. He is just like the illustrator. Like he fucking, I would give him the most ridiculous idea. And he would make the coolest tattoo out of it. That's awesome. Yeah, like, I was, like, I remember asking him. He was working at Empire before he had opened his shop. And I was like, I want, like, a panther head with, like, a cowboy hat with a red handkerchief, like, eating a zombie arm. And he was just like, yeah, cool. And did it. And and fucking nailed it. And fucking did this thing. And it's still fucking, like, one of the coolest tattoos I got. Oh, my God. I got to show that one, too. Yeah. And, um... And That's I was so sitting there cool. thinking, like, the other day, I was like, if, if like, 18-year-old me came into the shop asking that shit, I'd be like, what the you fuck like, do you want? No. Yeah. But uh, I, I was probably, you know, pretty ridiculous at, at that age. But, yeah. like, he just, I don't know, man. He could fucking draw his ass off. So, That's like, badass. Yeah. So, like, I, I got a, a few tattoos from him like that. But as far as, like, requests go, you know, like, there's definitely certain things in the industry that we try to educate people about, you know, like don't get script too small. Yeah. Don't yeah. get white ink tattoos. Yeah. Don't get, yeah. don't really get a black outline because, you know, you know, unless you're doing certain imagery, like doing like letters and like yellow or mm-hmm. orange, just, you know, just do it in black. Cause it's just going to be readable over time. You know, mm-hmm. you don't know how tan you're going to get. Right. You don't know how, like, right. you know, you don't know how it's going to hold up. Whereas black, you can, you know, take a guess you know as far as like how well it's going to age you know but um you know and and for the most part there will be people around here that i'll tell them like don't do that and then they'll go up the street get it done and then they're back a year later getting a cover-up you know so it's It's like like, hey i told you exactly and (laughs) you know i try not to like you know i've only been tattooing for four years i don't know everything but like i was 
fortunate enough to be around people that did. So yeah. it's like, you know, a white ink tattoo isn't going to hold up as well as a, you know a black ink tattoo. Yeah, I always so. wonder if they if that does how that white ink works. Well, like D has like a little tattoo in white ink on his hand, like right here, mm-hmm. to show people like this is how they age. And like oh, I have white in awesome. I have white like the 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 teeth in this tattoo were white and now it doesn't even look like there was anything in there and like this had white in it and you can't tell. You can't like, tell. Yeah, exactly. So That's it's crazy. like Yeah, so it's like, you know, why get something, you know, I guess for like photo purposes it looks good, but it's yeah. like, you know, don't don't like get an outline of like a fucking name in white ink. You know, I and I had definitely done a few before with explaining that to people and, and then being want, okay with it. Yep. But nowadays I just I just kind of be like, you know, like I'm not going to do it just because all you know, if somebody gets that knowing it and then they it doesn't heal the way that they wanted it to, mm-hmm. they're not going to be truthful about like oh, he didn't he told me not to do that. They're going to be like that fucker. He t- exactly. Yeah, exactly. Badly on yeah, you. exactly. Yep. So now it's like, you know, I you know, especially being new into town i'm not trying to do shit like that you know reputation yeah like you know if it's a friend you know like i'd be like all right you know let's let's do something funny you know but like if it's you know a general walk-in customer i'm not gonna do it yeah yeah i'll definitely suggest black and if they don't want it then i'll just tell them like i i respectfully decline you know that's awesome. So, yeah. That's smart. I mean, that's and in the long run, that's a very that's a smart idea. Well, yeah, because whatever you you know, as a tattoo artist, whatever you put on somebody's body, they got to look at it every day, every single fucking. You know, day. especially if it's like you know, now girls are getting stuff on like their fingers and their mm-hmm. hands, and like, you know, it's like it's very visible. So it's like, you know, am I gonna put like a turd on them that they're gonna remember for the rest of their life, <laughs> or am I gonna like? Try to educate them as to why that they shouldn't yeah, do that. Exactly. Because exactly. it's a walking billboard. That's why you don't see a lot of tattooers like putting up ads and shit. Yeah. Because they don't need word to. of mouth is them walking down the street and said, "Who did that?" You yep. know, like that's all it takes. It's Capone. Know? Yeah. I mean, well, Capella. What? It's a like Capone. Shout out to Capone. Yeah. Shout out. I mean, to it's Capone. like Capella. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking legacy irons right now. Yeah, um, so what was the what was the first tattoo that you were super stoked on that you did on someone? Oh my god. I didn't actually. I didn't see you this question. This is kind of off. off no, top. you're fine. Um, I would say the first tattoo that I did that I was like super super pumped on. Uh, I had never done much black and gray. Right. And there was um, some sheet or uh, there was a uh, an eleven by fourteen that we had at the old shop, and me and Devin. I'd watched him do a black and gray tattoo that day, and I saw Adam did. Adam did a lot of black and gray back at the old shop, mm-hmm. and uh, and he was really fucking good at it. And uh, I was like, I just really want to get good at black and gray because, like, I don't know what it takes. And um, there was this Chad Soner 11 by 14, and there, it was a, a painting of, like, this egg with this uh, a wing, like, breaking out of it. And it was all in black and gray, so all I had to do was look at it. Yeah. And uh, Devin actually, like, coached me through it and was like, this is what you should do. You know, like, this is where you should put the gray wash. This is where you should put the black, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, it healed great. It... It, the tattoo looked good, you know, it looked like the flash, which was like the heart, you know, and I had never done anything like at the time, like I was so scared to use like thinner line weights. Mm-hmm. Now, granted today, it probably looks like shit. It probably <laughs> fucking looks like a goddamn smear on his leg. But, um, at the time I was like, you know, I was like, holy shit. Like, I think I fucking did a decent job at this, you know? Yeah. And so th- that was probably the first tattoo I can remember being like, holy shit. Like 
that you know like I tried something that I wasn't comfortable with yeah, and did I, I did a decent job. You killed you know? the game. Yeah, I don't think I killed the game, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Are there any styles that you haven't quite conquered yet that you wanna that you wanna do? Man, Japanese man. That That's, stuff it looks so. I'm glad you said that. That, that, those, that style is incredible. Oh, uh, man, it is. I you know like there's um, there's you know old artists. Um, there's Horiyoshi two and Horiyoshi three, which are pretty much my favorite. Mm-hmm. And they're definitely like if you look at especially Horiyoshi two. If you look at his body suits, yeah, like they're just like mind blowing. Right. And like and these are old fucking tattoos. You know? Right. And like these are great like even today they stand up you know right. like when you look at an old photo of it you're like that could have been done today you know and it's crazy yeah and they're fucking amazing but um working with adam i got to see a lot of that and then working at legacy i got to see nate do a lot of sleeves and back oh, pieces yeah. and stuff like that that's right and so like I, you know me and i told nate uh, the other day i was like you know if all my tattoos if i woke up and I had no tattoos. I would just get a full Japanese bodysuit, like yeah. the ones where it like cuts off at the wrist, and yes. like where it, like if I wore a fucking suit, you couldn't tell that I was tattooed. But if I took it off, I was just fucking decked, you know, just like full Yo. back piece, like chest panels, like fucking sleeves and everything. Like that would be like what I would want to learn how to do. And like I've been slowly breaking into like doing like bigger projects. Mm-hmm. And drawing more like Japanese styles, um, you know, imagery, and trying to like you know get myself warmed up to the idea of being able to start a full sleeve, or you know, because it's definitely discouraging. Yeah, you know, and uh, so and and luckily I've had like Nate there to kind of be like you know push me in the right direction of what to look at, you know, and you know I, I guess granted I've always known what to look at, but like as far as like you know. I asked Nate the other day, like, what, what what should I do? If I wanted to do a sleeve, what would you recommend I do? And he was like, dude, you should just get your fucking eight-year-old to sit down with some Sharpies and just draw a whole fucking sleeve on him. Oh, like, dude, yeah. He's like, he'll be so fucking stoked, you know, like, and I was like, that's actually, like, a really good idea. Like, if you can get him to sit still, you know, and so, I, you know, I haven't done it yet because I could just imagine cleaning his arm up afterwards oh my gosh or let him go around with a <laughs> oh a dude i'll send up. him straight to school with that shit yeah, he'll like, love that teacher be like what what is that on your arm like, my dad did this is so sick yeah all the eight-year-olds will love it yeah what ma- what makes that style so hard and you know I, I hear people talk about it and like i think it's just it's, composition man. yeah is that okay it's gotcha. really being able to make like a whole arm look interesting right. and flow. Right. I think that's what makes it so interesting is because like you got, you know, your main imagery and then you got your background mm-hmm. and like, you know, if you could do a really good job at your main imagery and drop the ball on your background and it's fucking lost. Like it right. sucks. Right. You know, and if it doesn't flow right with an arm or a leg or a back, you know, like it'll it'll it, it won't be as powerful as it was like if you see like somebody like like shit man like there's uh i mean chris garver is mm-hmm. like one of the best tattooers alive and he can do literally any tattoo and make it look cool but his japanese is like Top holy notch. fucking shit yeah. Yeah. yeah like and like when i look at his shit i'm just like god damn it like how the fuck like you know like that's nuts so um when you know when you see shit like and like that you know it's definitely like I want to do shit like that. How do I break into doing it? You know? Right. So that's, you know, again, why I've been so grateful that I've had people like Nate, Adam, Brandon Monday, mm-hmm. all these dudes to be around to like help 
you know, push me towards that, you know? Right. So granted, I haven't started anything yet as far as like Japanese, uh, yeah. tattoos, but like, I've definitely been breaking into doing like a lot bigger stuff that I would normally feel very uncomfortable doing. Dude, that's so like, so sick. Yeah. Like, I think the first like full rib piece that I did is like right when I moved up here. Really? Yeah. And it was like a, a snake with a dagger and rose on this dude named Ryan that I tattoo regularly. And, uh, like, I was so like I was when I was doing the outline I was like sweating fucking bullets <laughs> like I was like holy shit like I'm if I you know this is this whole dude's fucking ribs you know like oh yeah so but unfortunately you know it came out decent so Fuck and yeah. he's stoked on it so that's what matters you know that's awesome yeah I know it's probably very difficult for a tattoo artist to kind of push to try new things so that's that's really badass it's really cool. I mean, I feel like if you sit in, you know, it's, uh, me and my buddy, uh, we're talking about it recently. It's like, if you are taking a shot from one position in the court and you're sinking them, that's cool. You're good. You're hot in that area. Right. But if you move two feet, you're probably going to miss, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, try as much as you can to learn as much as you can and push yourself to do things that you're not normally, you know, like interested in doing so to speak or you know something that you are interested in doing that you're not comfortable with you yeah. know yeah. and like uh i've learned that like putting a fire under your ass is probably like granted you'll in any art form you're going to make mistakes absolutely but that's where you learn yeah. so like yeah that that's probably was like one of the hardest things to understand first coming into the industry it's like yeah. you're going to learn from you dropping the ball you know like lot. yeah but i mean now granted you know like your fuck ups to you are not necessarily fuck ups to the people that are getting mm-hmm. said tattoo or you know a drawing or a painting like mm-hmm. you see it as a fuck up but somebody might be like oh, I don't fucking see anything dude it looks awesome yeah exactly which to me is like the worst thing you could say cause I'm like you can't fucking see this like, like it looks fine yeah and it's like no it doesn't I'm gonna throw it like I'm working on this fucking huge painting right now and I fucking can't stand the motherfucker it's like it like taps me on my shoulder every day at work like hey you haven't finished me yet oh, and like no. today like I broke it out and started working on it and like halfway through it I like dropped my brush full of brown on it and oh, it fucking like so I'm no. like sitting there for like an hour like scraping it like trying to get like with a razor blade trying to get some of the fucking pigment off of it oh fuck <laughs> it's like literally the bane of my existence good old setbacks yeah exactly <laughs> so. that's awesome so you mentioned was it Chris Garver or Charles Garver uh, Chris Garver. Chris Garver. That's one of the inspirations, you know. When I uh, yeah, I mean, it. he was actually one of the first people. On, he was on Miami Inc. Right. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, and crazy. it was funny. As a kid, you know, watching that show, I was like, oh, cool. You know, I, like I'd seen his tattoos on there. And, like, you know, I got to a certain age where I was like, oh, everybody on that show was fucking corny. And then, like, I had come to find out that he was on that show. And I'm looking at his tattoos, like, right in my face. I'm like, this dude is a force to be fucking reckoned with badass. and this dude fucking can do anything and do it like the best like he right. can do a fucking portrait a fucking black and gray tattoo full color traditional everything anything yeah. this dude touches is gold yeah. you know at least to me you know some right. people might not like it right but. i mean that's one of your inspirations and now yeah. if you want to know what others you have you know i would say if i like my biggest inspirations if i had to like you know obviously the you know the greats you know i, I would say like out of like the the you know like the older like sailor style like you mm-hmm. know like old dudes um i would say like cap coleman was okay. definitely one of mine paul rogers is a big one mm-hmm. um 
you know, obviously Sailor Jerry, Ed Hardy. Ed yeah. Hardy's still fucking pumping out paintings that are amazing. Um, but if I had to say, like, people that are, like, still currently, like, tattooing, it would definitely be, like, Mike Wilson and... Uh, it would definitely... It's, it's hard to say because, like, my, my inspirations go up and down yeah, like between yeah. what I'm exactly. looking at at the time exactly. Mike's definitely one of them and um I would I would say that uh other than him you know like uh as far as like east coast tattooers you know like there's definitely like a lot in like New York that mm-hmm. like it's just so much to look at mm-hmm. but um yeah I would say it's hard to say cause like Mike does it I don't know if you ever looked at his shit I haven't but he is like one of the best tattooers um yeah, I, I'd probably say him. There's a guy named uh, David Parker out at Blackheart Tattoo that does, like, really, really, really good tattoos. Yeah. And, like, those two dudes are probably my favorite. But, I mean, That's like, awesome. you know, there's there's so many people to pick and choose from. Oh, like, yeah, it's endless. Yeah, I mean, I could sit here and, like, throw names yeah. all day. But, like, right. you know, I would definitely say, like, right now it would be, like, Mike Wilson, Ben Siebert, Tim Lehigh, um... Uh, what's his name? Um, fuck. Uh, it's this guy in Rome. It's like Francesco something. Hey, what's Hell it? yeah, yeah. He's fucking amazing. Um, Jeff Cribb. Um, and uh, my buddy uh Zach Westcott. Hell yeah, yeah. The, those guys definitely, you know, have helped me. Like as far as like. Especially, like, Zach and Steve Cribb, they both work together in uh, Conway, South Carolina. Like, first coming into tattooing, the first guest spot I ever did was at Hero Tattoo in Conway. And Jeff was just immediately helpful and, like, immediately broke down things. Like, why would you do it that way? Like, very stern, but, like, you know, know, he was educating me. You know, like, yeah, he knew I had just started out. He was, like, trying to help me. Yeah. You know, and uh, and then Zach, I, Zach was there for my first tattoo. So right, yeah, but I mean, yeah, it, it's it, it's definitely hard to boil it down to like if yeah. I like to one inspiration. You know, yeah. like there's you know, just so would, many out. It'd be weird if you had just a couple. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, there's yeah. just too many to choose from. So that's really that's really nice. Well, and I mean, especially nowadays, like with Instagram being so fucking you see all the time. Yeah, exactly. Like you could literally just like scroll through anybody and find a fucking heater yeah. nowadays you know yeah. especially because it's so there's so many subgenres now that it's like it can really point towards anybody that you know like if you don't like somebody that does super clean traditional tattoos in color you can find that motherfucker that does it in black and gray exactly or does it with stippling you yeah. know or does realism slash traditional it's like there's so many different people to look through you know it almost gets overwhelming yeah. for a minute there i deleted my instagram did you really yeah because i was just kind of getting sick and fucking tired of looking at the same fucking shit all goddamn day yeah. so i eventually got it back like uh me and my wife were talking about it and i was like i guess i should get it back you know because it is good for business it is good it's to, very good for business yeah it's definitely good for connecting and you know meeting people and you know like i wouldn't have met you know, like my buddy Nick Fox up in Wilmington, mm-hmm. if it weren't for Instagram, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like yep. he hit me up through Instagram asking if I wanted to come 
work and that was one of the best experiences i've ever had as far as a guest spot exactly so you know that's cool yeah i agree like i i it definitely is a good tool but you know some people use it for the wrong reasons and i guess like that was like getting to me like seeing these uh these cats out there like i guess like flexing real hard and it's just like god damn like do you understand how fucking stupid you look you know like so it was just bumming me out for a minute and uh now I just like I guess from like you know I had like a small departure from social media. It was a good thing. Yeah, it was definitely like it made me change my way of thinking as far as like now I'm not like on it all the goddamn time like mm-hmm. I was you know mm-hmm. so. That's awesome. Yeah, so, I so. definitely I definitely enjoy the idea of it a lot. Like right. I, I definitely right. enjoy like oh holy shit you can see this whole motherfucker's portfolio with the tap of a thumb. Right. And it's this dude's most current work. Yeah. You know, like, that's, good shit. that's yeah. awesome. You yeah. know, like, and it's, you can gain so much inspiration from just an app on your phone. It's a free fucking app, you free know? App. And you can, you know, like, I've made a lot of, like, you know, connections through it. So it's helped me as far as traveling goes because I travel a lot, you know? Exactly. So it's, it, it's been uh, definitely, it's definitely a double edged sword. You know, everybody yeah. that, at least in the tattoo industry, knows that. Yeah. So. Yes, I'm glad we're on this topic because I'm wondering as a tattoo artist, any creative goes through this, um, even Jacob recording or me with photography, how uh, do you ever get discouraged seeing all these, the abundance of all these artists who are very good on the internet? Oh, absolutely, man. Yeah. I mean, all it takes is just like, fuck, man. You you look at one goddamn, uh, well, what, what, they're, you know, like all the dudes down at fucking Inksmith and Rogers in Jacksonville, yeah. Florida, like, all you gotta do is fucking go onto one of their pages and then fucking you'd be bummed out for the rest of the day. It's you like, know? I'm like quit. Yeah, exactly. You're like, you know, you, you do one tattoo and you're kind of pumped on it and then you scroll through Instagram and you're like, God damn it. It's like, fuck. Fuck. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's definitely, uh, it, it can definitely be discouraging for sure, you know, right. because right. like, you, you try so hard at this one design and like, you know, you think you did it right and then like let's say it's like the same design that someone's using the same reference that you're using and then yeah. they just fucking do that one goddamn thing that you should have thought of and you're just like fuck I suck it's like no yeah 100% awesome. 100%. You, you push through that and that's you know the most important yeah, part yeah man I, I mean it's a, it's a all a learning curve so. yeah. yeah Um, and also just on that with marketing and branding you said pretty much you're a walking billboard if you ever work on you anyways but how else are you kind of marketing yourself are you going to, are you going to conventions you're going on tours like I mean, I guess really just traveling, man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. like, I'm not really concerned as far as, like, pushing my name to the top or anything right. like that. Right. Like, I definitely want to, like, get to know people. And, like, you know, when I go into new towns and, like, guest spot, like, I want to, like, I don't know. I want to shoot the shit. I want to talk yeah. shit. I want to bust balls, you yeah. know. like and hang out. Uh, yeah, exactly. I want to I be, you know, friends, you know. So it's, like... You know, uh, my most recent trip was to Raleigh at Blue Flame, nice. and like all those dudes out nice. there are fun to hang out with. And then before that, I was down at Beach Boulevard in uh, Jacksonville at Inksmith and Rogers, mm-hmm. and um, same thing. Like you know, like it was just like nice to fucking just like I didn't really give a shit about like pushing my name out there. I just gave a fuck about just doing walk-ins, having a fun time, doing the best job that I can, and fucking clock out and fucking go do you know hang out you know i i I try to take a more laid back route you know but like you know you know but you know there's definitely a part of me that you know like you see like these motherfuckers with like you know 
a fuck ton of followers and you're like they're fucking slam booked you know it's like I wish that I could be that busy sometimes but it's like also in the same sense it's like you know it's like turning such a cool career into like a 9 to 5 you know so it's like like again with the double edged sword you know like I have you know enough business here that I'm fine and enough Mm -hmm. walking traffic that I'm fine yeah so it's like you know I, I you know I like the fact that you know when, when I get done with a tattoo at like six o'clock, that you know I could just hang out at the shop and shoot the shit. Shoot, shoot the fucking, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's yeah. awesome, you know. Like so, That's so fun. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, as far as like pushing a brand, like you know, I definitely want to be known for doing you know like or uh, I feel like the experience is the best. You know, like and me and Mitchell were talking about it today. Like when people come in, I don't want to be like so professional like what is the mood that you're trying to be in you know like you know like i really am feeling your vibes you know let's align our crystals you know like i'm not trying to do that shit like you know my thing is is like i try to you know i'm I'm a ball buster so like if i if you know once we have gotten like on a topic of conversation and like i realize you know i try to like you know say something you know funny or something like that just kind of break the ice and get them talking regularly so that you know like it, it gets them to open up and be funny and shit like that and it makes it more like a family environment instead of just being like quiet or just you know like just keeping it too professional where it's like not even fun you know yeah so like and uh you know because i guess we were talking about yelp today and larry was like can i get on yelp and leave a review about yelp and I was like, dude, oh we should God. totally fuck. I was like, I'm going to leave a comment on Yelp about myself. Be like, dude, that dude is so fucking hot. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> so If you see that on Yelp, just know that it was David. Yeah, it was me. Yeah, that. it was me. That's awesome. So <laughs> so what's the future look like for you? I mean, do you plan on staying around these parts or any more tours or? Uh, day at a time, man. Yeah. I mean, like last year because of me being new to town like i would have to travel to like go and make money and stuff like that you know because it's like you know if me fighting amongst like i said you know five different people for walk-ins you know it was like all right well like you know i know a few shops in the area that are like you know pretty busy so like i'll go and travel there so i was traveling this like every other fucking week to somewhere else oh, to wow. fucking do a guest spot for a few days and i would do it on my on my days off you know so i was oh, like wow. working like a shit ton i was like getting worn out so like this year i said i wasn't gonna do as much traveling as i did last year but i've already like caught up to myself no, last almost year. more yeah yeah so like you know in april i went out to wilmington and then like like i said just recently i just did jacksonville florida had took two days off then went to raleigh and then just got back you know so it's it's uh it's been cool man like it's great yeah as far as far as like you know the as far as sticking around yeah man like i I fucking absolutely dig this town yeah you know and it's it's been like you know like really nice just you know and like i don't know what it is about the shop like legacy like it's just like the the ins and outs like the riffraff like everybody that comes in and out like it's always like everybody knows each other you know like everybody is like a big group and it's just like really fucking cool that's amazing you know and also with the guys being in the band you know like it brings a lot of other people out you know other musicians oh yeah and shit like that so like that's fucking cool you know and it's just i I don't know like I, i feel very lucky to be part of that team and to have been you know invited from a different shop to become part of that team you know absolutely absolutely so that was that was definitely mind-blowing to me because you know like i mean 
shit, you know, Monday used to work there, and I had known Steve-O, and, and I, I always really liked Steve-O's tattoos. And, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Justin Essing used to work there, and he was, like, a fucking heater. Like, that dude works at fucking King's Ave now, which is, like, a big deal, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. And so, like, it was just, like, weird to, like, get invited there, you know? So. Of course. Yeah. That's but cool. I got, like I said, I got fired on my first day. So yeah. I'm still working on it. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm glad you're back. Yeah. Thanks, That's Nate, awesome. for letting me crawl back. Yeah. Yo, thank you, Nate. Because he wouldn't be here if that were the case. Um, it's awesome. So give us some advice for, I guess, maybe some people who are interested in tattooing. Don't, or some, don't do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't do it. Or some too, many of us, too many of us, man. <laughs> don't cut the pie, you know, too thin. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I would say, you know, like, if you're trying to become a tattoo artist, man, just fucking... I think a lot of people make the mistake of, like... I don't know. Like, they think that they just, like, can walk in, drop some cash, and become a tattoo artist. It's like, you know... And to me, like, nowadays, like, there doesn't... I don't know. Like I, like I said, I think the only people that I'd ever learn or teach a tattoo would be my kids. Right. You know? Because right. that would be the only people I'd feel comfortable doing it to. And I think even Nate said the same thing, and then he ended up teaching Mitchell. He's like, it just falls in your lap, you know? That's true. But, That's um, true. Oh, he didn't want to. Yeah, for no, sure. He I mean, definitely did. Yeah. 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 And uh, so... You know, as far as like any advice to somebody that's like, I would say that's getting into the industry that is already apprenticing. I would say just paint your fucking ass off. Yeah. Draw as much as you can. Get tattooed as much as you can by people that inspire you. Mm-hmm. Fucking, you know, shut up. Keep your head down. Don't be a blabbermouth like me. You know, like fucking learn as much as you can. Hell yeah. You know, but also, you know, fucking go out and have fun. It's not all about business. Exactly. You know? So, like, exactly. you know, for the longest time, I thought. Oh, I got to talk about tattooing with tattooers because that's what they want to talk about, you know, right. especially like as an apprentice. Right. And, you know, like as I've gotten older, I was like, if I'd have ran into me five years ago, I'd be like, dude, can we just like chill and just drink, you know, or like, can we just like hang out? You yeah. know, like you yeah. don't always have to talk about it, you know? Right. So, that's but, perfect. but also, you know, it's like, you know, it's one of the things that I love the most. So it's like, it's yeah. easy for me to just like, go on a fucking four-hour rant talking about something and tattoo-related, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because it's definitely, like, one of the most important things in my life, aside from my wife and kids. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And I just kind of came popped in my head, like, just now. What are your views on, like, tattoo schools? Oh, dude, fuck that. Because I heard... I I forgot why I read read that a little bit ago, and I was like, that's pretty weird. Okay, here's the thing. Like, you know, first of all, like, it's, it's a scam, you know, right. they they bring these people in. They don't ever teach them to tattoo on people. Yeah, and then they fucking let them loose, Just throw them out. Yeah, <laughs> throw them out to the. And wild. I feel like any reputable tattoo shop that found somebody that was like, oh, I went to this tattoo school, they'd be like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but because the you know people there there are people opening up tattoo shops that don't tattoo, yeah. they don't know any better. They view a chair, an open chair, in a tattoo shop as like a potential like you know. Forty to a hundred thousand dollars a year, you know. So it's like they're like, "Oh, I need more income." So if I bring more people, you know, it's like it's just a fucking mess, dude. Yeah. Like nothing is gonna teach you how to tattoo more than actually tattooing yeah, somebody. Yeah, tattooing exactly. Yeah, exactly. like you know, you could practice on paper all day, but you don't have to tattoo somebody that fucking has the worst bo in your life that oh, you've ever smelled, shoot. or like is fucking breathing way too hard, 
are as like fucking jolting every time you touch them, you know, or like sweating profusely. Like, yeah. So it's like it's like that's where your learning experiences is like, right. or like you know somebody walking in wanting something in an area that fucking sucks a tattoo. You know, <laughs> it's like that like. If you're coming out the gate being like, "Yeah, tattooed on some pig skin," like it's like you're gonna you're gonna have a rude awakening. Get your ass handed. To very, you. very, very short into yep. your career. So. It'd be hilarious to go to tattoo school and then come out and someone be like, "Yeah, you're gonna apprentice if you want a tattoo here." Yeah, well, another, I think that would be. Years. I think that if <laughs> if I, if somebody came to me and said I went to tattoo school, I would double the apprenticeship time. I'd four, be like, years. four years, four years, <laughs> or five years. I would just say a ridiculous number. You know, I would do like the old like. Fucking uh, like the Horiyoshis. I think it was like a ten-year tattoo. Jesus. But I mean, like, there's a lot to learn in that. Right. But, like, yeah. So, uh, yeah. If somebody came to me saying that, first of all, I just tell them get out the door. But I, I don't know, man. Like, you know, there's somebody that came in recently, and they were like, you know, I wanted to learn how to tattoo, and uh, you know, nobody's really giving me the time of day, and uh, I just wanted you to look at my drawings, and um, I just I sat there and I looked through all the stuff. I didn't tell them that their shit sucked or nothing like that you know it was actually decent drawings i told i saw what the style they were going for i recommended them a few artists and then left them you know just let them go about their day that's you know? awesome. and gave them a little that's bit awesome. of advice you know because you, you never know who that person's going to turn into you yeah, know like, always remember you yeah i mean you don't want to be a dick to anybody you know and also it's like you know as far as like the industry goes like you know there's a lot of secrets kept into tattooing especially like you know and the close families, you know, like, so, like, you don't want to give everything out there, but it's also, like, you know, if you see somebody that's hungry for it, you can see it, you yeah. know, so it's, like, you don't want to fucking be a dick to that person because, you know, like, they, you could tell them one thing and it might change their fucking life. Change them forever. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Well, it's like, you know, like, learning to play, you know, like, I used to play drums, you know, yeah. and I would sit down with my buddy Zach that plays in a metal band now back in Greenville, and I would just watch him play and I would see him do something that I wouldn't have normally done. I'd be like, that makes so much more fucking sense, mm-hmm. you know? But, like, you know, instead of him being like, no, you can't watch me play. You know, like... Yeah, he let you, that, watch, he let, he let you watch me. Yeah, well, nobody's going to do that. But there are tattoo artists that are like, you know, like, will fucking, like, put fucking tape over their fucking labels and shit like that. It's just like, what, what, what are they going to... They're going to buy that ink or they're going to buy yeah. that fucking you know tube or whatever and do a better tattoo than you no and if they do that's awesome you know yeah who cares? that was the one thing that adam told me like when i was learning how to paint i was like i was like kind of surprised that he was just so um like quick to give me this information because i had been like asking people and they weren't really giving me the time of day and he was just like what are you going to do a better painting than me and he's like and if you do that's awesome you know yeah, like I did, my, I did my job yeah exactly yeah. so i thought i always thought that was really fucking cool you know well, yeah dude Cool. So, uh, where can we find you on the internet? I am on the internet as at uh, dself on Instagram. <laughs> you can find all my work there. Yeah, uh, shout out to dself. No, um, uh, it's David M. Capella on Instagram. And I, I don't have a Facebook or anything like that. Good. Um, I have. Good for you. Yeah, I just have Instagram. So awesome. If you, you want to get tattooed, just shoot me a DM. Of course, at Legacy name. Irons. Of course. At yes, at Legacy Irons Tattoo. Yes. Sometimes, I guess. Yes. Don't fuck like with David. Forever. He's super great. He's badass. Um, I'm gonna make sure you go to the website to see how his awesome tattoos of his, his son did yeah. and his wife did. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's awesome. This concludes another. Um, Legacy Irons edition. 
<laughs> of free pizza. A lit podcast. Legacy Irons X free pizza. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Dave, but thank you so much, dude. This has been incredible. I appreciate you guys having me, man. Of course. Later. I love you. Peace. Thank you.